Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Ted Payton, Grace Through Faith Worship Center here in Bowie, Maryland. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for another day, Lord. We just bless you because you are a holy God, and we just want to give you thanks for all your goodness and your mercy that endures forever and ever. So, Lord, on this May 17th day, we just thank you that we are going forward in your name and just anoint our eyes and ears to hear and see what it is that you would have us for this day. Today, as we go forth in Jesus' name, amen. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Ted Payton, Grace Through Faith Worship Center. Um, here in Bowie, Maryland, let us get into our Bible study. Today we want to talk about testimony, a testimony. When we are trying to get a word across or get someone to buy into something that we are doing, if we are trying to sell a product, if we are trying to generate business, if we are trying to get the word out, if we are trying to spread the word, if we are trying to accomplish something, one of the best ways to get it done is by personal testimony, word of mouth. If you have a satisfied customer, you want that person to be talking and speaking on your behalf. That's the way it works. If someone just moved to an area and they wanted a doctor, they want to know someone else that's using a doctor, what do you think about this doctor? Great, I'll call that doctor. Or where do you take your car? Or who's the neighborhood? What's the best neighborhood store to shop? Personal testimony. You are speaking to someone who just did not happen to hear about a product or service, but you're talking to someone that would be a customer, someone that has actually used the product, someone that will be able to be a personal witness to the quality of service for which you are interested. The gospel. If sheep beget sheep, then the people of a particular body of believers would be the ones to have the personal testimony about the place for which they go to worship. If they have a good experience, why don't you come and worship at my place? Pastor is wonderful, and we do this, and we do that. It's user-friendly, and let me just tell you all these things. It's quaint and cozy. It's not too many people, but just enough. A lot of potential, place to grow, place to get involved in ministry. Why don't you check this place out? I recommend it. Personal testimony. Now, it appears that this seems to work for everything else, so what does the Word of God have to say about that? Because there is a scripture, I believe it's in Revelations, and it talks about us overcoming by the Word of our testimony. Let's go to that scripture. I believe it's uh, Revelations 12 and 11. Uh, Revelation 12, uh, let's see, Revelation 12, 12 and 11, and they overcame 
And it says this, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. And they overcame him by the word of their testimony. Overcame who? Who did they overcome? Now, just looking at this one scripture without looking at what's before it or what's after it, if I were to guess what that means, and I can't say that I'm necessarily 100% sure, but just looking at this scripture, I've heard it a lot. I've read it, but I've never really studied it. And they overcame him. H-I-M, small h. Well, who is it that we need to overcome? The enemy, and they overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. The blood of God washes away all sin, past, present, and future. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. The word of their testimony. Because if God do something for me that is so awesome, then I'm going to tell someone else. Because we must understand that a testimony in and of itself is prophetic. Prophetic meaning that if God did something in one person's life, and the very fact that that person is going to tell or witness that to someone else, then what God did for that person, he will do it for the next. Therefore, when we talk about our testimony, the reason why we always want to give our testimony is because that same blessing that God performed in your life, and when you tell that testimony, it says to the next person, if he did it for you, he will do it for me. by the word of our testimony. And the more we speak of the goodness of God, it's just like adding fuel to the fire. Overcome by the word of our testimony, as we continue to talk about that testimony, which should last a lifetime, never gets old. Why? Because every time we recite, Every time we repeat, every time we rehearse that testimony, we relive that experience each and every time, and it grows, and it grows, and it strengthens, and it grows, and it strengthens. And when someone else hears it, in the fact that it is prophetic, what he did in my life, he's going to do it in the next life, and in the next life, and in the next life, and in the next life. Listening to someone's testimony have the effect of building faith in someone, building faith in the listener. That's why when someone gives a prophetic word, when God gives a prophetic word to you, and you begin to recite that word to someone, telling them something that the Lord has put on your heart about them, giving them a word of knowledge, and as they began to hear that word of knowledge and understand that God thought enough of them to give you a word of knowledge about them to speak into their life, and as you began to give that word, then their faith is ignited. 
it is strengthened. And their faith is built to the extent that whatever it is that you are speaking of, they are able to receive it. Why? Because their faith is wide open and receptive. And again, what God will do for them, he will do for the next person. So their testimony is at work. It is active. That's why it's so important that as we disciple the people of God, that we encourage them to every chance they get to share their testimony. To share their testimony. Why? Because when they share their testimony, it's reigniting their faith and it is building the faith in someone else. It's like a wild wildfire that's spreading. It's like, you know, people of the world like good gossip. Well, not just the people of the world, people of God, too. They, you know, some people, like, they just love to talk. They love good, good gossip, which is ungodly. But as the news travels, as testimonies travel, same effect, as it travels, Because when Jesus went about through the countryside where he was throughout Jerusalem and Galilee, those places where he lived and traveled frequently, the word about him and his exploits and the things that he did, it traveled. He had a reputation. And when someone heard that Jesus was coming their way, you know, they had the story of the man that was small in stature. And he heard that Jesus was coming his way. So what he did was he traveled. He anticipated which way the route would go. And he traveled up a tree, went and climbed the tree in the path of which Jesus was traveling just to get a glimpse of this man that he had heard about. And of course, Jesus told him to come down out of the tree, called him by name, come down out of the tree. And Jesus ended up having dinner at his house simply because he had heard the testimonies of other people saying those glorious things about this Christ, this person of Christ, this Jesus Christ. It's nothing like a good testimony. And let me say this, when you speak of testimonies, and so many times we feel like, well, I have a testimony, but God didn't take me through and about and all through these terrible places and deliver me, and now I'm saved. I used to be all of this, and now I'm saved. My testimony is not that. As a matter of fact, I grew up a PK's kid. I grew up in a house of Christians, a house of believers. So all of the foolishness that some people go through with life and get on drugs and this and that and all the wrong turns that they take in life and all the misery that they misery that they suffer, I don't have that experience. And when that happens, so many times people feel like, well, I have a testimony, but it is nothing exciting about my testimony. 
In other words, they don't feel like, well, whatever, I don't have a story that will just keep you on the edge of your seat. So I'm not going to bother about telling them. I once was lost, and now I'm found, and that's about it. Well, the fact is, different people are moved by different things. Just share your testimony, because the Bible says that unless God draws someone, they cannot come to him. So when you begin to share your testimony, as boring as you think that it might be, it is of God. And any seed that is of God will accomplish that thing for which it was designed to accomplish. So you don't have to say, well, you know, I wish I was a drug addict like you so that I can help people that's on drugs. I wish I was a gangster like you so that I could help the people that's in prison and things like that. We have people saying those kinds of things. And when they say that, then they, they are missing the whole point. What God did for me. Someone who has not had a rough life, someone who's had a mild life, someone who is a good person, full of character, a person that's never been in trouble, a person that's always taking care of their family, always taking care of their job, their business, and they've never been in any kind of trouble. They've had a good life. They can't relate to all the hardships of life like some people. And they're going to say, well, if I'm a good person like this, then why do I need Jesus? I, I don't curse. I don't sleep around. I don't do the, I steal. I don't, you know, I've never been to jail. I don't do all those bad things. So why do I need Jesus? Well, you need Jesus for the same reason everybody else needs him. And that's why we must understand that every testimony is important. No, I didn't have those experiences either. But I can tell you this. Even though I had a life that wasn't a bed of roses, but it was a good life and is a good life, one day I came to within and all I knew was that it was something in my life that was missing. I had everything I needed. I had a place to stay, food to eat. I was wanting for nothing. But even in the midst of all of that, as good as life has been to me, there was something missing. And the day that I was introduced to the person of Jesus Christ, and he came into my life, and he changed my heart, I was born again. And from that moment going forward, that thing that I desired, that satisfaction took place. Jesus said that if you eat of my blood, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, then you won't hunger and thirst anymore. So the hunger and the thirst that I had for that thing that I did not know what it was when I met Jesus, it was the very thing that I needed to put me at peace because that was the thing that I needed. I needed Christ in my life. No, I'm not a bad person, but I still need Jesus. Those people who have not been on skid row, those people who are upper middle class, those people who are well-to-do, have beautiful houses, family, children, and all that, they have all of this stuff and things, but if they have not met Christ, then there's that missing ingredient, the main ingredient, the missing thing from their life that they so 
humbly and terribly missed that they don't know what it is. But when you give your testimony about who Jesus is and what he is to you and how you one day was lost and now that you are found and how you experience peace beyond understanding, beyond understanding something that you can't even explain, I have this peace of God. Why? Because that was a missing ingredient in my life, and, and I didn't know it until I heard of the man Jesus. I heard of the man Jesus. See, you have people that have everything. You have people that say they they try to downplay being wealthy. They say, well, you know, I can give it all away or whatever. But let me tell you something. If you have a choice between being poor and rich, you know, rich is better. But there's something about the fact that when you have all that you need, all your physical needs are met, you're healthy, you're this, you got everything going for you, and then there's something that is still missing. You know, in Genesis, the Bible says that Jesus took the dust of the ground and he blew into it. He breathed into the dust of the ground, and it became a living soul. That's man. God is our creator. He's our maker. He made us. And we cannot exist as we should in the peace and harmony that we otherwise would have without him. Why? Because he is the very essence of life. And so when we give our testimony, great if you have one that keep people on the edge of their seat. This guy gives this testimony. He says, you know, I was out doing drugs, and, you know, I decided to rip off a dealer one night, and he shot ten bullets at me like uh, five feet away and none of the bullets hit me or whatever. I didn't even have a bullet hole in my car. God spared me. How traumatic is that? How exciting does that sound? How much drama is that? Well, you know, he came to Jesus eventually, but God didn't save me that way. I didn't come that path, but I can tell you that same peace that he would have now that he came to Christ. I can have, overcome by the word of our testimony. And, oh, if the people of God would just begin to share their hearts, share their hearts. See, we study the Bible with our head, but it's our heart that we need to allow to get a revelation about what God is saying with our hearts. The Bible was written to our hearts. our hearts and as we get the revelation of God and his word and begin to share that with others I believe that that's what what God wants because see Paul says he says that the gospel is not complete until it is demonstrated That means that I can come and I can teach you about healing. But until I demonstrate it to you, the lesson is not complete. It's not complete. I can talk about prosperity. I can teach it. But until you begin to see it work,
The Bible says that on earth as it is in heaven. See, it's not our responsibility to get ourselves to heaven, and I've heard someone say this. That's God's responsibility to get us to heaven. That's why we get born again. It's God's responsibility to get us to that place. When we transition, that's God's responsibility. Our our responsibility as being the temple of the Holy Ghost is to bring heaven to earth. To allow Jesus to see us. You know, it's one thing for someone to go somewhere and come to a healing meeting. And they come and they get prayed for. And they leave the way they came. That should break our hearts. It should. Because see, everybody that Jesus prayed for, he healed. Therefore, our goal should be that everybody we pray for should be healed. That's our goal. Even though it may not happen, that's our goal. And when it doesn't happen, we shouldn't be okay with that. We should go back to the Lord and say, Lord, you know, I'm trying to understand why it didn't happen. I'm continuing to seek you, Lord, because my desire is to be more like you. To be more like you. So what I want to do today is to encourage everyone that's listening to this, begin to share your testimony. Share your testimony. Encourage somebody. I can recall one time I was at the little storefront church that we had some years ago and just taking care of some things at the church, and the guy came through to uh, check the smoke detectors, not smoke detectors or fire extinguishers, and they had to service them. And just small talk, and asked the gentleman if he if he was saved or if he had been born again. He said no. Just talking, no no pressure, just, just having a conversation. And I said, well, would you like to? He said, oh, sure, you know. You know how some people are there and carry the well, you know, hey, since you're offering, yeah, I'll take it. And I said, okay, let's just pray, just pray. And so we just began to pray. And as we began to pray, a prayer that was a simple prayer, tears began to well up in his eyes, and tears just began to flow down his face, and he experienced the presence of God for the first time in his life. Maybe he had heard about Jesus, but he didn't have a relationship with him. And can you imagine this young man, young Hispanic guy, not only did the Lord touch his life, but God touched or would touch his life and every life that he would touch because now he's born again. That missing thing in his life has now been satisfied, and he can go on to learn more and more about Christ. From time to time, you know, I wonder about people that I've led to Christ. I said to myself, I wonder where they are now. I wonder what they're doing. I wonder how they're doing. Because it's an awesome thing, and so many times we take for granted that, you know, and we never think about the fact that 
Life goes on when we leave this place. We are eternal beings, and we're going to spend eternity somewhere. And for me to think that I had worked beside someone or would see someone every day or a family member, and I'm looking over the banners of heaven one day and over into hell, and someone scream out to me, why didn't you tell me? I saw you every day, every week, every month of the year. Why didn't you tell me about Jesus? Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me there was a heaven and a hell? And we so often allow our testimonies to just go dormant. They're just tucked away in our hearts. And we never pick them up and dust them off and tell someone else about the goodness of God. Tell someone else about how awesome God is. Tell someone how loving and kind he is. How he's a miracle worker. How God is a miracle worker. How God is a miracle worker. How God healed the sick. How God cast out evil spirits that want to cause depression. How God provides supernaturally. How knowing God allows us to bring heaven to earth. It allows us to bring God's presence into every situation and change it. Why? Because that's who God is. And they overcome by the word. They overcome him by the word of their testimony. The word of their testimony about the goodness of God. About the goodness of God. So, Father, we just thank you for your word today. Lord, we just bless you because we know that you are a good God. You are a good God all the time, and without you, Lord, who knows? So, Lord, I just ask you to just make it possible, just opportunities just present themselves so that even as I go to and forth throughout the marketplace during the day, that I am able to, that I am able to tell of you goodness to someone that don't know you, speaking to the lives of someone that need to know you. Lord, I thank you and I bless you. I thank you for giving me a testimony that I can tell the world as I let my light shine into the dark places that those people might see as well. So this is Pastor Ted Payton, Grace Through Faith Worship Center, every Sunday. 9.30 a.m. is worship service. And you're, you're truly invited to come and be a part of us. So until next time, Pastor Ted Payton saying good evening, everybody, and stay blessed. Amen. Amen.